Hello and welcome to, you guessed it, another edition of Through Imperial Eyes. I am your host, Braden Ledbetter. And I'm your co-host, Jackson Daylene. How are you doing, Jackson? Um, I'm tired. I've been working a lot, so oh, I haven't yeah. had a lot of time to do things. How was your weekend? Um, I worked. I didn't even celebrate Easter. I, I, I was at work. Yeah. So I, I just sat and hung out. I uh, had like a, a, a small outdoor get together with family. Cool. And, uh, you know, it was fun. But uh, I did, however, finish Clone Wars Season 7. Yeah. No, I did not I was... finish. I did not finish the entirety of Clone Wars. I still have like Season 6 to watch. <laughs> But I was itching to finish season seven, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna sit down, take a whole day, and just watch the entirety of season seven. What are your and final thoughts? My final thoughts is that I am my expectations were a lot higher than what I got because of how many people talked it up. Um, it's not, not that I didn't like it; I loved it, but I didn't expect it to be so Ahsoka centric, which I did like. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, but I was expecting to see more, especially in those last few episodes, to see more Anakin and Obi Wan, and like maybe we maybe we get like a scene from a different perspective from Revenge of the Sith or something that would right. be cool and to I, see. I, well, I think the closest we got to that was when Order sixty six went down, right. and it's the audio from Revenge of the Sith, but mm-hmm. it's redone yeah, yeah. with Matt Lanter and all that, so. Yeah, I, I, I agree to that to a point. Um, it it makes sense of obviously like the the last four is all just, I guess, the other characters that we've known because um, we I know think what it happens answers with. a lot of questions we have with Ahsoka and, <laughs> and where she and, is for yeah. Order 66 or like, yeah, what happened to characters like Rex and stuff like that. And right. I think it was great how they kind of made it to where Rex, the reason he didn't kill the like kill the Jedi because he had a chip malfunction um, well he like he like knew before it snapped yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. oh because you haven't watched season six okay what when you watch season six Rex's moment before 66 makes a lot of sense then okay because that's that's what that's all about and it's what like why Ahsoka like understand like when she like goes in the terminal and like goes through Captain she looks at Five's record right that's like the whole thing right. yeah that's the arc in season six with Fives okay is he under he figures out the inhibitor chip and Rex is the person who's who isn't with him but he's the person that Fives tells gotcha yeah because I did I did see that um who what was that arc in the beginning with the bad batch and they're trying to get back echo is it echo yeah yeah i like that i like that little arc too yeah that was a fun one i yeah i like how because it makes the finals it makes everyone in at least the in anakin's arc team like hit really hard i was so surprised how anakin's in like one big episode and that was it yeah yeah they they barely have a lot of just both anakin and obi-wan i agree yeah I, w- I was very surprised at how it really took its time showing us a lot of the clone drama and then a lot of the, you know, Coruscant underground kind of stuff with Ahsoka right. and that, that the second, sisters. second arc is very kind of just... <laughs> it's very kept, side story feeling. Catching up with Ahsoka. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, but overall, I think it is, to me, the most entertaining season, mostly because it's the shortest, so it has a lot to do in a short amount of time. That is true. Um, those last two episodes, I think, are probably my favorite. 
Yeah. I just, those are the ones that I usually rewatch are the last two. Yeah. I definitely like how once we get towards the latter half of this season, we get the old Lucasfilm logo and the, uh, the a lot of the, like the music the cues are different for each, and it's just like they fade in on the red Dude, Clone Wars logo. The, literally, the the episode when sixty because sixty six is in the two episodes. Yeah, uh, I love just the tension in the music leading oh my up gosh. to Kevin just Kiner like the, needs to I score know, a live that, act. That last he's going to be the new John Williams. I hope. I really hope he's the next John Williams when it comes to scoring because he brings that Williams vibe. Mm-hmm. to all of the episodes and i think that's what you know m- movies like rogue one and solo while they do have great scores they don't feel like williams and they don't right. have that that Magic, quoi that about williams triumph. yeah there's just something about williams style that kevin kiner is able to capture so well so i really I hope agree. that sometime in the future that they get him on to do a live action either you know, the show, one of the shows or even some of the films. But uh, yeah, that's kind of what I've been up to. And then I just purchased, uh, I pre-ordered Skywalker Family at War, the Skywalker biography that came out today as we're recording this April 6th. Um, I'm excited to get into this because I hope there's some good nuggets for just well, Skywalker family things in, and drama in that we don't know. Info. Yeah, yeah, some gap fillers for sure. Mm-hmm. I hope that we, we get that in here because I'm going to probably start this tonight and then by next week, hopefully I'll have, I'll be ready to talk about it. But um, yeah, that's that's kind of what I've been doing. And then I'm, I've been itching for a Rebels rewatch too. <laughs> after finish after finishing Clone Wars, I've been, I was like, oof, I really want to get back into Rebels, but I got to complete 100% Clone Wars first. I've been. I, I might watch uh, a Mandalorian episode here in the next few little while. I've been kind of just thinking about like season one, just kind mm-hmm. of like the originality and creativity of season one. You know, just how I guess just how fun and I guess harmless season one felt. You know. Yeah, I um, I, I have only seen the first season once. I've, I've seen uh, the first episode a few times, but I think I've only seen. I probably um, like the latter the, half of season one once. I'm probably in the same boat with you. I think yeah. I may have watched a, like an episode here or there, just you know, a second once, or third time, whatever. Once we get to Mandalorian for the Cantina episodes, we'll we'll dive back into that. But uh, anyway, we have a little bit of a, a dense news week. Um, not that that's a lot of big news, but just a lot of news from different parts of the galaxy. So what's our first story here? Um, so starting off, uh, Ahmed Best, um, best known for um, playing Jar Jar Binks. Hey. Uh, he, uh, he, I say he confirmed, he he essentially cleared the air of if Jar Jar was going to show up in Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um And he says no. Obviously his direct co- quote, which was a tweet of someone asking, is um thanks for the love but i will not be in the series as much as i would have loved to be part of it but i'm ecstatic to see the folks who who i love dearly back together doing great things i'm honestly not surprised by this i think if anything it would have been a fun little cameo but yeah um um, although it would be it would be cool to see them just say screw it and give jar jar something like yeah. even if it is the Kenobi series, even, I don't even I don't know if this is the series to do that with. <laughs> That's but like <laughs> I hope down the line they're like, or you know they have that um, what is it called like the Jedi Jedi Temple Challenge? 
It's kind what of like it? the. It's called Jedi Temple Challenge. Um, and my Ahmed Best hosts this. It's kind of like a kids. Um, not really a game show, but kind of like those shows. Like remember the Legend of the Hidden Temple? Yeah. In those kind of old um, Nickelodeon shows. Well, it's kind of like that, but for Jedi, like the Jedi trials, and like they That's go. Cool. And I I remember watching it when it first aired on youtube and um originally supposed to go on disney plus and they put it on youtube but um was it a live action show or like an animated show oh yeah it's 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 a it's like a game show it's like a reality game show huh this is kind of like this jedi persona um it's really cool i i highly recommend checking it out if you just want like some fun star wars cool. kids action but um yeah it would be cool to see that character that he kind of plays in that show to be to be brought in brought somehow to something yeah yeah to the actual actual films or tv shows or whatever but that'd be fun yeah, i yeah. think i think that this isn't the time to bring jar jar back even though it would be fun to see just like a nod or <laughs> a cameo the, or, this isn't the tone to bring jar jar back <laughs> yeah and we're just, getting dark and moody here we're not having fun with the kids like yeah and given given the divisiveness of the character in general yeah i agree um and the divisiveness of the star wars fandom in general yeah uh yeah right now is not the time it's like that robot chicken uh skit when Jar 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 meets Vader and recognizes oh, Vader yeah. as, as Anakin, force, force haunts him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's um, next? Marvel unveiled a Star Wars High Republic variant cover of one of the comics um, for Trans Day of Visibility. Um, it featured Tarek and Suret. Correct. Very weird pronunciation, very weird spelling. I, I want to say carrot, but that's I know that's not it. C E R E T. But um, ter- well, I, honestly, terrace and Surrette. Yeah, that makes sense. Terrace, terrace? and Surrette. Because then Looks it's like back. They're, it's they're they're the same name, just bags. <laughs> well, I, either way, they're both trans, non-binary Jedi, and um, they are featured on the cover of this comic. Um, and I think that is super cool for Star Wars to include. It's hard to explain because we don't see gender identity or anything like that discussed in star Wars and the galaxy at all. Um, and obviously you have to assume that, you know, on different worlds, there aren't just genders like there's right. It's, it's much more expansive than that. So the the fact that cultures don't adapt to that style, it's yeah. 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 And it's, I think it's just super interesting and it makes me very happy to be a star Wars fan that, they're finally bringing some of that kind of inclusiveness, especially yeah. with gender identity and trans people. I mean, some of my friends are openly non-binary and, um, and trans and yeah, it's just super cool that star Wars is doing this and especially with the higher Republic and all that, all that new kind of fun stuff that I hope we get to see more of in the future. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think um, this is a cool place to start. And if anything, um, you can always go up. I would always love to see, um, a non-binary, non-conforming style person uh, be in something cool, be leading in something, you know, showing that style uh, or showing that uh, visibility and that acceptance and that um, that cultural uh, normality to it. Yeah, and it kind of disappoints me that some of the comments on the post about this whenever they announced it were very 
disgusting. They were not they 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 were not pleasing to look at. A lot of the I don't, I don't want to get too far into it, but yeah, I just want to say that a lot of the response from some of the toxic and you know those kind of fans was not very positive, and I did not appreciate that. But kind of moving on here, what is next? The Thrawn Ascendancy trilogy is coming to a close with its final book, Lesser Evil. Uh, this is the final of like Thrawn's like childhood trilogy these are essentially what's leading him up to joining the empire if he hasn't been i haven't read any of the thrawn books i haven't either no um but uh yeah the 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 trilogy itself details of thrawn's early years and his career in the chiss ascendancy um beyond the outer rim um before he appears within the star wars as we know him, which was in rebels and all the old books and then the new trilogy and then rebels and all that fun Mm -hmm. stuff so yeah um there's so much thrawn i think it's funny that we essentially know every single second prior to his disappearance yeah um which is cool that like we can only go forward now. Like we know literally everything about the character. Yeah. It's Thrawn has always been one of those characters that has always intrigued me, but I don't think they've done enough with him to where I'm invested mostly because I think I would, it would probably help a lot if I did read the Thrawn books and I haven't read the Thrawn, the OG legends Thrawn trilogy, the Timothy Zahn one. Um, I say that as if these aren't Timothy Zahn as well, but yeah, right. Um, it's a character that has such a cult following, right. You know, has always been kind of outlandish when it comes to star Wars. Yeah. See, I, I really like Thrawn. Um, I really love, him in rebels and I've never read the Thrawn books. So I can understand why people definitely, yeah, you're definitely right of like people, there's a, a, a cult following for Thrawn. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess if people are, are wanting that demand just to get that much content means keeping Timothy Zan <laughs> paid. I mean, yeah. And they wouldn't keep making these books if people weren't buying and buying them. Yeah, and reading if people them. weren't enjoying them. I agree. Yeah. Um, but that yeah. kind of brings me to my next kind of question. Where do you think, you know, after rebels and they kind of him, him and Ezra kind of disappear, where do you think Thrawn is going to show up next? Like not not physically, but like in what in what piece of content do you think Thrawn is going to show up next? Probably the Ahsoka series. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Um, and I think that's probably going to branch itself into Rebels too. Because I unless because I'm assuming Ezra is going to also be in Ahsoka because Ahsoka is only what six episodes. They didn't say. They haven't confirmed really anything about the number of episodes or like how how long these series that they announced. Right, a lot of them are. are, are I don't know if they're going to be constant or quick. You know, quick one-offs. But I'm thinking they're going to weave the Mandalorian, Ahsoka, and Rangers of the New Republic stories all together. All together. And have it. And we've talked about this before. And have it 
all lead up into like a big movie or a big trilogy or something like that. That'd be kind of rad. Uh, is Ahsoka supposed to come out this year? Do we know? No, I think they're okay. sh- they they might be planning on shooting later this year. I think that's, that's what, what I thought because this year is Bad Batch and Book of Boba Fett. Is anything and else Visions. coming out this year? And Visions is this year, okay. right? That's the that, that's what they said. They said late twenty twenty one. So we'll see. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think for sure, Thrawn has to appear somewhere in in live action. With either whether it's Ahsoka, whether it's Mandalorian season three, whether it's whatever yeah because they they kind of made a point at the end of rebels that sabine and ahsoka are kind of making it their basically their life goal at the end there to find ezra and thrawn and to bring ezra home um and i think that we we need to see that happen and i think dave filoni made a point to open the floodgates for more storytelling when well, it comes that, to Ezra and Thrawn kind of seems to be what Ahsoka is still doing, especially in Mando season two. Is, yeah. I mean, she, you know, she's still looking for Ezra and Thrawn, even after it being, I would say, uh, well, cause they, they don't start until after Endor. So it's been about five years. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll just be, you know, I've said this before, but it'll be so cool when we finally get, the reveal of Thrawn in live action. And I, I really, agree. I can't stress this enough. I really hope they keep it. They, they keep it under wraps and they don't even show him in a trailer or anything. You just, right, just surprise, just, just surprise us with him. Yeah, that'll be, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Like maybe it's going to be so good. Maybe like the finale episode of the Ahsoka series, <laughs> we get him at the end there and then, may bring maybe it brings us into mando season three or something that would mando be cool. season three yeah that would be kind of cool because then like i wonder if any mandalorians still stuck with the empire after the purge yeah i don't know which that'd be cool that would be cool if like if thrawn like was on the opposing side of like because i expect mando season three to be all like the war for mandalore the Mandalore. We don't even know if Thrawn and Ezra are in the same galaxy right now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Because they left them in the, the world between worlds, and that they left kind of that the concept of it in such a gray area, like and so mystical just, and mysterious. We don't, yeah, yeah, we just, don't know where they just could be. Out. <laughs> yeah, so that's wild. What do we got? That's next? a lot of cover to ground to cover, but um. We keep covering this, and it keeps coming up, and it keeps this the same news every time. Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Dude, saga. Dude, this one, this one, I delayed. actually was really upset. <laughs> it's delayed again. Um, it will not be releasing this spring like they promised last year. Um, so this is this is kind of Lego. Um, Lego's statement and TT Games statement. They say, all of us at TT Games are working hard to make Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga the biggest and best ever Lego game. But we're going to need more time to do it. We won't be able to make our intended spring release date, but we will provide updated launch timing as soon as possible. So that means uh, November, they'll be like, yeah, it's coming out spring 2022. Yep. Um, so, man... <laughs> I mean, I'm glad they're taking more time and there's probably things that have come up and like maybe they've had more ideas for cool things to to do. But 
that's still disappointing. I, I just think it's it's so when you're looking forward to something so badly and then yeah. it just keeps getting delayed and delayed. It keeps those, getting pushed. It speaks a lot about the time we live in right now too, especially with COVID. I'm sure a lot of this this game was probably, you know, most it, most of the development of this game probably happened this year, and I'm sure a lot of those people worked from home. <laughs> And it's so I'm massive sure it slowed too. things down a lot too. It's yeah. a big game. So it's yeah. on top of that. It's, you know, it's requiring a lot of, uh, I say crunch time, but I don't think TT it or Lego are trying to cause crunch time because that's what ruins no, a game. I think they just want to make it right, which is good. Yes, and I'm, which, I'm glad. Which is good. Yeah. Sorry, um, I didn't mean to. Um, no, I, I was just kind of collecting my thoughts, but they say that, um, this game is going to have some kind of bad batch tie-in DLC as well. That's cool. Um, so I think that, you know, maybe they're waiting on the bad batch to come out to see how people respond to that. <laughs> and uh, Well, I know too, like uh, the Lego Marvel games had DLCs that had specific characters and like that. I wonder if they'll do like, uh, like, um, because Skywalker Saga there's over 300 characters I, I wonder if, if any of that's going to be Clone Wars content um, I, but I, like would, a, I would assume so but like I'm saying like have like a Clone Wars DLC pack have a Rebels DLC pack and it's the ghost crew you know have, oh yeah have uh, Mandalorian's you know DLC pack and it's Mando it's it's uh, a Boba Fett variant it's Fennec kind Shand of like, it's kind of like have you ever played the um, Spider-Man for PS4 Yes, yes, absolutely. So how, like, once you beat the game, you get all these different other storylines you can play, too. Yeah, There's yeah, more yeah. Like Black Cat and stuff like that. So, you know, maybe something like that where, like, you can go off and play, like, it's a Clone Wars storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or you can play, like, a Rebel storyline or Mando or whatever. That would be cool, yeah. That'd be really cool. Just a full DLC package. Yeah, and you just get the entire, not even Skywalker saga, but the Star Wars you, saga. You get yeah. everything. Um, so that would be cool. But yeah, speaking of Lego Star Wars, I was just on, if you're listening um, to our latest Imperial Cantina episode, we had my good friend Brandon Sears on talking Revenge of the Sith. That's on our podcast feed right now. If you want to go check that out, we had a great conversation. But I was on his his channel, his YouTube channel, Not So Extreme Gaming. We were playing some Lego Star Wars, and that was some of the most fun I've had playing a video game in such a long mm. time because... Lego Star Wars was one of those games that it wasn't too hard because I sucked at video games when I was a kid and it wasn't hard enough to make me rage quit. And it, like, I actually had fun playing it. it actually made me feel like I was good at video games for a while. Um, and you know, it's just such an iconic game at this point. Um, I always forget how hard platforming is in a Lego game, but yeah. other than yeah, yeah, they're pretty easy. <laughs> and that, that was back when, Lego had that iconic when when in their games the characters didn't talk, they had didn't to like speak, yeah yeah they had to grunts and moans communicate <laughs> through like grunts grunts and moans kind of like Sims and like they kind of you know there was a lot of comedy weaved into a lot of the scenes too. Um, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen? I think it's on YouTube. It's called Every Star Wars Death, but when they die, it's Lego. 
<laughs> no. So there's there's a YouTube video where it's like a supercut of almost every single Star Wars death, but every single every single time when the character dies, it cuts to the Lego version of that death. That's from awesome. the Lego Star Wars games. It's I, hilarious. I remember when like the like Lego Yoda became just like a mirror, like Lego Yoda's death sound. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's funny. But yeah, this is uh again delayed, but it's, I'm I'm very excited for this because. Lego Star Wars is one of my favorite video games and kind of introduced me to not sucking at video games. But what's next? So coming up, uh, Star Wars Essential Legends collection is coming from Del Rey, which is essentially they are remastering and redesigning uh, covers for um, three classic uh, Legends books, which uh, they're doing Heir to the Empire um, the uh, Darth Bane, Path of Destruction, and Shatterpoint. Um, I r- distinctively remember the Heir to the Empire one because it's actually really cool. It's like yeah. a big black hardcover and it's got Thrawn's face on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was the one that stuck out to me. Um, and honestly, I probably will get that one because I've meant to read Heir to the Empire. And the I Darth think, Bane like, one looks really cool too. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think that's really cool. Just celebratory, you know. It's, and it's like the first book of the three like iconic Star Wars trilogy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Legends trilogies. Um, especially, you know, I have Darth, Darth Bane, the first two ones on my shelf up here. Um, I haven't read them yet. I really need to. I bought them for the, the, the sole purpose of reading them because I've heard such great things. So I plan on doing that probably um, sometime this year because I got a lot of Star Wars reading to catch up on. Because I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't know the Darth Bane books were like known to be good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, really, they're, I've heard great things. Um, so it's some people's like favorite Star Wars novels are the oh, Darth wow. Bane books, but um, we have a little bit of a lull point here for when it comes to Star Wars novels in general because we don't have all the High Republic stuff, um, all the yeah, sequels right. to the High Republic stuff coming out until the summer. So I think I'm going to use this time to read up on a lot of the legend stuff i've missed finish up and stuff yeah yeah just just kind of tie up some loose ends when it comes to things i've been wanting to read but yeah i think this will be cool that it hopefully will re- reintroduce some people to um some of the legend stories i've never been a huge legends guy um just because as soon as they announced that kind of all of the secondary star Wars books and stuff like that, that were ever released are no longer Canon. I was kind of like, Oh, well, uh, what's the point? You know, I see it as kind of a, the legends are, I guess the legends of star Wars, they're kind of right, but they're not exactly right. So they're still just kind it's of like stories. From you an hear. Unreliable narrator, yeah, it's yeah. like some dude telling you the story rather than like, this is what actually happened. You know? Yeah. Um, it, I think, yeah, there's, there is some some fun to be had with those books and you know i i think i read the shadow shadows of the empire novel back uh, back in the day like 2015 or so i read it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um that that was a fun read it's very dated though just the way really? it's written and you know sometimes there's like weird comparisons to to earth-like things in, in those books and like it just it kind of takes you out of it it's not very star wars but yeah um i think these will be cool and hopefully we'll get some more people interested in some star wars reading but kind of moving on here this past weekend we finally got the star wars vintage collection on disney plus with the um the 2d tartakovsky clone wars um it's 
both seasons were released, and then we got the story of the of the Faith Wookiee, which is the animated excerpt with the you know from the holiday special and the first introduced right, right. Boba Fett. Um, and then we have the Ewoks animated series from 1985. Um, and apparently, we are getting the Droids show that we talked about a few episodes oh, ago. Cool. Oh, we're getting cool. that. We're getting that later this year, apparently. Cool. So that'll be cool to finally see. Um, I think they're kind of planning on releasing that. In conjunction with the the droid story show, right, right. Um, so that'll be cool. But what are your thoughts on all this vintage stuff coming out, and especially with the with the Caravan of Courage and the Ewok Adventures? I haven't I haven't watched anything. I've seen two thousand three Clone Wars before, um, but I haven't watched any of the new stuff. I want to watch the christmas special the you know faith uh, story of the faithful wookie yeah um i do want to watch that i i've heard one of the ewok movies is uh fun if you're a mandalorian fan i don't know what that means i have no <laughs> idea what that means so yeah it gives me some kind of curiosity to check it out and i planned on checking it all out either way but yeah me too we should do a we, we should do cantina episodes I, on the I ewok think, movies. i definitely i definitely think we should absolutely i think we should do every single bit of star wars content that there is um yeah for but, sure uh I like how they did it in a vintage collection rather than it just being, here you go. Like, here it is. It's on the Star Wars part page now. Like, it's actually like, yeah, they kind they of have give like us a, a, a retro little, st- like, here's what we used to make. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, you know, group grouping Star Wars legends into legends, like giving yeah, yeah, this yeah. like a, a title of, it's just the vintage collection of fun animated stuff and right. TV movies and movies that and kind of thing. That. I think, I think they said we might be getting this, the holiday special as well. Uh, I, I don't know why they haven't at this point. It's, it's a meme enough that it would get views for that reason. But like, if you're going to put the vintage collection on, at least put the thing that George Lucas doesn't register even as Star Wars canon, you know? So I think this is my theory, and I could be 100% incorrect, but it is my theory that somewhere during the sale of Lucasfilm, there was a clause in the contract for Disney saying that they cannot release the they holiday do, special in any way, shape, or form. with it. Yeah, that is my theory. <laughs> that's hysterical. I just think that's hilarious that people like because are now, it is absolutely something they Lucas have would to put go in through, the contract. They have to go through such great lengths to avoid releasing this. Yeah, I mean, L- Lucas has gone on record saying that he wishes he could go and burn every single copy of it so it never exists ever again. But you know, the internet I is forever. I want it so bad. I want it. I want it. I want it on Disney Plus so bad. I want the Blu-ray. Give me a Blu-ray yeah, of the right. holiday like special. Steel book 4K edition yeah, the 4k <laughs> extended edition director's cut um complete with weird mark hamill makeup and all <laughs> it comes with like a, like a broken yoda puppet like <laughs> yeah yeah and like the weird singing person in a bubble and oh my it's a weird wacky wacky <laughs> special they they were just cashing out on star wars at that point um did you ever have you seen the entire holiday special i've 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 seen none of it oh you haven't seen it i've seen like i've seen like little excerpts that like documentaries have shown but that's it i know the i know the concept of it i know what it's about and what happens so i think it is essential (laughs) that one night whatever night that is 
sorry, my dog's barking. I think it's essential that one night we need to hop on Discord or something. Oh my god! Watch through the holiday special together because I want to experience Hardcore. this with you. Hardcore. I'd be I so need down re- for that. I need your live reactions because this is insane. I cannot believe you haven't seen the holiday special. No, I've never. I've that, And that's why I'm like the Ewok movies I'm also excited for because I have no idea what yeah. I'm stepping into. Yeah. Um. But cool. What is next? Um. So the before I started, what was the author's name again? Oh, sorry. Sarah. Yes. Sarah, what? I have it. I have it pulled up right here. Sarah Kuhn, K U H N, and it okay. is just the the adaptation of the audio book is coming to hardcover. Okay. Uh, so next, this is kind of just a quick news. Um, the audio book by Sarah Kuhn about Doctor Afra is being uh, transferred into a hardcover copy that is going to be put on sale. Um, so if uh, if anybody's ever listened to the Doctor Afra, I guess is that a novel, audio novel, audio book? It's um, just an audio book, yeah. Yeah, you can now have a physical copy of it, which uh, I think is that's pretty cool. I didn't actually know there was a Doctor Afra novel. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of like, you know, the Duke of Jedi Lost thing where it's kind of like right, an audio, audio, audio drama. And, yeah. you know, they they release the uh, the physical copy, which I still have and I still need to listen to slash slash read because I've heard good things. And Kevin Scott um, wrote that one. And he's he's a big author in the High Republic and like that kind of thing. But do you think that... I don't want to turn this into a physical media conversation, but how important is it that we actually do have these, you know, like physical books and physical Blu-rays? Like I talked about the holiday special Um, Blu-ray because my view of it is one day when, you know, we're in, we're in apocalyptic state and Every cell phone tower is knocked down. Every That's internet tower is left. knocked down. All we got left is the Blu-rays and books and that kind of thing. <laughs> okay, we can't I'm on log the same on, page as you. That's, we can't that's log on to, to Audible and and you know listen to our audiobooks or watch Netflix. I, we we I got what we got. Use such services, but I also I have it for collectors' reasons. I like the aesthetic of owning the books, of owning yeah. the movies, of having it you know in a shelf somewhere rather than just be like, oh, you want to watch a movie? I I bet you my TV's got something, you know. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm, I've never been anti-streaming. I think streaming's right, great. And that's what I'm saying. Like, who... the, uh, so for me personally, uh, as of, as of right now, I only own the original trilogy. Everything else that I've watched has been on Disney Plus because I have that ability. I don't need to own the entire yeah. saga right now. I will. I will. Obviously, I'm probably going to buy that giant Skywalker box set that's like yeah. five hundred dollars. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um. I've always said that when I hit my midlife crisis, I'm going to lock myself in a room and just play all the Star Wars movies. I'm um, probably I'm probably going to be buried with with one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um but you know when it comes to books, are you do you prefer holding a physical book or do you like reading an ebook or listening <laughs> you to know, books? You know, it's funny you say that cuz I I really I like the aesthetic of books. I like having books, but I've noticed my attention is much better contained when I'm reading off of my iPad. When right. I am reading off of a screen. Yeah, just something about it I'm able to just do easily. I burned through those two high republic books yeah not because i had a crunch time but because i genuinely enjoyed them whereas like i'm still working through a certain point of view you know 
Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, I'm still like I just I just chip at it whenever chance I get. But I'm like, I'm itching to read stuff. I'm like, I want to read more Maybe things. Maybe you should get a certain like, point of view on your iPad. You might burn I through might, that. I might, honestly. and might just, just finish it up and just keep it as a keep it as a block. Because I have the second, the Empire Strikes Back one on my iPad. So I'm like, well, if I finish the first one, I'll just burn the second one real fast. Yeah. So. I think with me, like why I'm happy they do this kind of stuff, like putting Dr. Afra in script form physically. I just like being able to hold a physical book and read it and like, I like i'm being holding able to the story stay, uh, in my like, hand i own it like i have a copy of it like that's yeah. cool because at some point you don't know it could it's some at some distant future it could become famous it could become a collectible it could become worth something even yeah. if it never does it's cool to still say like oh yeah like this is the dr afro like hardcover copy yeah, of the audiobook like being able you to know? display things on my shelf yeah absolutely <laughs> good um home decor but uh Kind of wrapping up here with our last story of the week. Star Wars released the definitive biography, Skywalker, A Family at War, which I just purchased uh, and it arrived today. Um, and here's kind of the breakdown. So it is this biography explores every twist and turn of the Skywalker dynasty, the slow seduction, the dark side of Anakin, his doomed marriage to Padme, the heroics of Luke and Leia, the fall and redemption of Han Solo and in and, and Princess Leia's son, Ben, and the struggles of his dyad in the force, Ray. So they're, they're taking the whole Skywalker saga and just going, getting in deep, right. um, going all the way from Anakin to Ray, which is great because hashtag Ray is a Skywalker. I will, I will die with that. How um, many pages is your hardcover at least How, from chapter one to final chapter? It's about, it's about 300 pages, a little less than 300 oh, really? pages. Oh, really? yeah. oh that's not a lot. I, I, I'm, I'm shocked by that actually. Cause I'm like, how, so it goes, so there are chapters in it. Um, and it goes by, I think it goes by era. So okay. for instance, um, starting out, we have like the force Anakin and Shmi later on, we're at, um, rise, Darth Vader, duel on Mustafar, that kind of thing. Okay. And that's like a hundred pages in. And then finally ending with the battle. Um, no, the last Skywalker, um, Ben Solo reborn. That's like near the end there. So we, we get the entire Skywalker family lineage. Um, so yeah, I think, I cannot wait to get into this. I'm going to start it tonight. So hopefully by sometime next week or so, I will have an actual in-depth reaction and review um, in case people listening to this are interested in reading it. But do you think there is any other opportunities for a Star Wars biography of any sort? Um... I think it'd be see. There's characters that you could do like like Palpatine, you know, to know the entire life yeah. of Palpatine, or like uh, it. I think it'd be kind of funny if they did uh, if they did like character biographies, like it was. <laughs> you know, actually, it would be really funny. A Lando bibliography. Yes. Or, or not bibliography. I was going to say bibliography. Is he citing his sources? Autobiography. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they kind of have something like that with um, Last Shot. Is that what last? See, I never it's, got. It's not far exactly what it. it is, but like it, it like cuts back and forth. I think from because don't you have that downloaded? Last I shot? have it downloaded, but I only read like a little bit of that first um, chapter. I didn't. Get I far. think it, it like cuts back and forth from old Han and Lando to young Han and Lando. That's cool. That's fun. Yeah. 
But yeah, I, I definitely agree. Palpatine would be a would be a great, interesting. I know, biography. right? That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. D- dive into Darth Plagueis, and especially, have you read the Darth Plagueis novel? Because I haven't. No, I haven't. Um, it's on my list though, because I remember I looked up books that were like, what are popular Star Wars books, and the mm-hmm. Plagueis one was like a oh, top one. So I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I've heard that, and it came out like they kind of got snubbed because it came out the year Lucasfilm was sold to Disney, and the slate was cleared from all the legend stuff. <laughs> that so it, it just missed the just cut. missed it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think it'll be it, it'll be interesting to see if this has great reception, and they're like, all right, let's do another. Mm-hmm. It would be cool to see. Just like a Han Solo, I was life thinking biography. that too. Like a Han, yeah. Um, or just give us a weird side character biography too. Because I I think of this as like a Star Wars nonfiction history book of just uh, you know the I story of the Skywalkers. If um, because I'm assuming we're gonna learn more about Yoda and like Grogu's species. Right. And see where that takes us. And I bet you if we learn more uh, species wise, if we'd get like a Yoda biography or at least like. I think start- I like the mysteriousness of Yoda, though. I say if you do a Yoda biography, start it to when he's in the Jedi Order. Don't do anything yeah, I mean, prior. He is do like, you know, do like Yoda's. Yeah. Yoda's in like or yeah, like the highlights of Yoda's uh, Jedi time you know because yeah. you could at least see some of it in the high republic but at least talk about the big stuff that happens yeah I mean, this maybe is fill obviously in some down the line because yeah, yeah. there's gonna be yeah yeah Ideas. i think another cool one would would be mace windu be mace cool windu would be see. neat yeah kind of you know why he is the way he is and you could do like uh you know issues. that's funny you say that you could do like uh like uh three different but important jedis and each section is their time in the Jedi order. Yeah. So do like Mace Windu, do like Qui-Gon Jinn, do like Yoda or, Speaking you know, of Qui-Gon Jinn. Um, today's been, a, I, I love this, this episode. It's been a very book centric episode, but I, I need to read master and apprentice as well. That yes. I need to read that too. That, that, uh, that, chapter in point of certain point of view is actually really good. The master and apprentice chapter. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon t- chatting. Yeah, man, Star Wars, Star Wars books and, you know, literary content from Star Wars is so underrated. They built most of that universe. Yeah, it is criminally underrated how how well told and well written a lot of these Star Wars books are. And just a lot of them are just don't get enough attention. Mm -hmm. They just kind of passed up. But cool. I think that kind of wraps us up for this week. Yeah, I agree. Well, you guys know where to find us on Instagram at Through Imperialized Pod, Twitter Imperialized Pod, and YouTube. We are just Through Imperialized Podcast. Jackson, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on my Twitter at uh, Quaxon underscore Scalene. That's Q U A C K S O N underscore, and then Scalene like the triangle. And then you can follow my photography Instagram uh, at Deline underscore photography. Deline spelled D A L E E N. Braden, what about you? You can find me on Twitter at Braydathalon and on Instagram at Brayden Ledbetter. And everybody, do not forget, leave that rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Really, really helps out the show. And if you don't have access to Apple Podcasts, you can check us out on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, literally anything else. We're everywhere. Um, YouTube, check us out. But if you guys didn't know, 
we talked about this earlier, we do have another show on this podcast feed called Imperial Cantina, where we go through every single Star Wars movie, one movie at a time, with a guest, have some drinks, and talk about that movie for an extensive period of time. We get in deep, talk about the themes, talk about, you know, little trivia things, everything. So we we go in deep, and we're going to have another episode coming this Saturday about The Force Awakens with another guest. So that'll be fun. Guests, actually. This is our first two guest uh, show that we will be having. Well, all all right. So we will have two guests this Saturday. Um, So hopefully we're going to try to keep this episode under two hours, but I, I have I have doubts. Um, but I, I have it planned. I, I, I've got it worked out. And we're, we're getting the it. sequel trilogy, and it's kind of the most divisive trilogy at this moment. Um, so I'll have a fun time holding my own, defending every everything with with my with every fiber of my beating, my beating with my being. But You're just gonna be really on edge all of these next couple episodes. Just <laughs> well, hopefully, you know, when we get to the Last Jedi. That'll be a pretty positive episode because our guest for The Last Jedi is a big Last Jedi fan, too. But um, if you guys didn't know... They're all going to be positive episodes. <laughs> they are. They are. If you guys didn't know as well, we do take questions every week, and we are dumb enough to forget to ask for questions, and then we go to record an episode, and yeah. then we don't, we, we don't have questions because we didn't ask for them. We have a quick brainstorming <laughs> session about every hour or two before each episode. We just talk about what we can discuss. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, um, <laughs> but, you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, hey, I wonder, blah, blah, blah. Ask us on Instagram. Ask us on Twitter. Ask us on YouTube. Ask us literally anywhere. And we will discuss whatever you want us to discuss on all these Thursday episodes. So that is that. Um, and then, you know, as always, be on the lookout next week for some more news, Imperial Cantina, all that kind of fun stuff. But until then, may the force be with you.